up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, a podcast for the young professional. This is your girl, Erica, coming live from Louisiana. And this is your favorite staff member, Shaq, live from Augusta, Georgia. How the favorite gonna always be late to the... I ain't late today, so don't start there. You the favorite, but you always late. Introduce yourself. Anywho, this is Jasmine. From where? Dallas area again? Dallas area. I'm out here in the country. I'm <laughs> she's from, she's from Texas. How y'all doing today? Well, I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well. You finna learn all about it. It's been a week, two weeks before I talked to y'all. I'm pretty sure y'all missed me um, because I missed y'all. And I'm pretty sure everybody else <laughs> missed us because I missed them. Jasmine? Uh, I've been good. This week has been busy. I had to mix a little fun in there because I was feeling a little burnt out on work. So I'm back. Okay, okay. Well, are y'all ready for our on the scale from one to petty question? Yes, we are. I think this is going to resonate with you, Jasmine. Oh, just for me? To you especially. Okay. What Sean done did now. Sean being Sean. You decide to eat lunch by yourself in the break room. Sean sees you eating with your headphones on. So he step he stops by and begins to talk to you and eventually invites himself to join you for lunch. After pausing your music and putting your jam on pause, I'm sorry, after pausing your music and taking your head headphones off, how do you respond? A, do you go ahead and engage in conversation? B, do you noticeably rush Sean so that he can feel unwelcomed? C, do you finish eating quickly so you can leave? D, do you tell him you'd like to continue eating alone? Or E, do you ignore his questions and refrain from the conversation? <laughs> this is real life. From Books to Bills, a real podcast. Can we get the answer choices one more time? Sure. Hell, I almost need the, the question over again many times as she stumbled through it. Now, you didn't even have to put me on blast like that. I don't remember the question. So why did it have to be something wrong with my delivery instead of something wrong with your Jack. lack of attention? Friend. Okay, wait, 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 pause. Because this is the problem with teams. Because nobody wants to admit their faults. Like, yes, Erica, you stumbled through the question. And yes, Jack, it could have been something. <laughs> don't say could have. You, you definitively <laughs> with how, with said how you I stumbled, understood. but you said could have with him. Okay, Erica, can we please? <laughs> Speak definitively me about Shaq. We only have an hour. Erica, can you please re reread the question <laughs> along with the the answer choices? Please. I'm pretty sure the viewers wanna hear I mean listeners wanna understand the question clearly too. See that you stop adding your comments. This is for the listeners on tonight. You decide to eat lunch by yourself in the break room. Sean sees you eating with your headphones in, so he stops by and begins to talk to you and eventually invites himself to join you for lunch. After pausing your music and taking off your headphones, how do you respond? A. Do you go ahead and engage in conversation? B. Do you noticeably rush Sean so that he can feel unwelcomed? D. I'm sorry, C. Do you finish eating quickly so you can leave? D, 
do you tell him you'd like to continue eating alone or e do you ignore his questions and refrain from conversation We're going to have to put the Jeopardy theme song right here if y'all going to pause like that. Well, you said the question was for Jasmine, so I'm waiting. <clears throat> oh. I did not say the... Oh. I didn't, that didn't mean she had the answer first. Shaq. <sighs> and now you want to put me on blast. Well, first of all, the petty in me says just ignore Sean's questions or whatever. But since I went ahead and took my headphones out, I would go ahead and like continue with the conversation. Jasmine. Well, this is a my real life situation. Um, what did I do that day? I think I took out my headphones and engaged in conversation because it was a grad student who was in our particular department. So it's, she don't know nobody anyways. She just trying to be friendly. Um, and it's already hard as a grad student coming into somebody else's work environment. So I went ahead and engaged in conversation. Um, but what I wanted to do was keep listening. I was listening to a podcast. I wanted to keep my headphones in and enjoy my lunch in peace. Okay. I have been in this situation many times when I'm just like, so interject something. So I really don't, like, I certainly believe in taking my lunch break and I would prefer to like eat my lunch outside of my office. And in theory, I could like heat my lunch up and then go outside or something and eat it. But because I work at a university, like, and where I work on the university, parking is a mess. And so if I were to move my car, like, I'm not getting a parking spot, you know? So I just never go go anywhere, and I want to save money. So all that said, if I could do that, I would probably be able to help this a little bit more. But anyway, um, for me, I un- honestly, and in situations where this has happened, I kind of do a mix. Like I'll engage in conversa- conversations, but I will kind of drive it home. All right. Well, I hit you up when I finish uh eating, like because you didn't came in here and you see me eating, or like when people be like, "Oh, you eating lunch?" Me too. Like, <laughs> yep. Just yeah, I'm I'm eating. Nope, just eating. But so, but that is definitely the downfall of eating lunch in your office. People still think you're accessible. And I'm like, no, nah, the door's closed. You know, two things, Erica. So if if I see a person with their headphones in, I assume they don't want to talk. Like, be respectful and respect my space. Like, this is the only moment that I have to myself. So on the other hand, knowing that people don't respect your space, when I used to be a school nurse, the only health professional on the campus I used to have to like leave the campus in order to get a peaceful lunch because they feel like oh you know such and such oh that's an emergency let me go get nurse J from from her lunch break like no that's not an emergency they'll be all right I only get 30 minutes that's it so I used to have to leave campus go sit in my car or literally drive across the street so they could not access you right I think for me, this question also comes from like people assuming that people don't want to be alone and like having this like um, superhero syndrome, like let me come rescue you because you're alone and by yourself. Like, first of all, um, I'm pretty comfortable being by myself, um, especially just eating here. I'm fine. 
Um, so I think it just comes from that. And so even with that, I think people have good intentions when they come interrupt you. But it, like I've interrupted people, if you will, when they got on headphones. But it, if it's lunchtime, it's typically to ask a question, you know, or something quick. And it's probably not work related. I'm just coming to kick it with them or something like that. And I feel like the best way to do it is giving that person the option. Like, can I join you? Not just inviting yourself because you think you helping a sister out. So I don't have to sit here alone. Well, I have a question because like, how do you, like, where, where, where do you draw the line between I have my headphones in because I'm bored and I ain't nobody talking to me at the moment as opposed to I have my headphones in because I don't want to talk to nobody. Because sometimes I go to lunch and if I'm by myself, I'll put my headphones in because I don't want to just be listening to the everyday chatter, you know, so I'll just put them in. But some, And then I'll, I'd love for somebody to come up talking to me. But then some days I am in my mood where I'm like, I just don't even want nobody to come talk to me. I'm just going to listen to my music loud. Like, and like, how, how does a person know? You got to respect people's spaces. Like, I'm thinking about nonverbal cues. If I'm sitting there with my headphones in because I'm literally the only one in the lunchroom and then you walk in, I'm going to take my headphone out of my ear and speak to you. That's inviting you into the conversation or into my space. But if I see you and I continue with both of my earbuds in, that means I don't want to be bothered. I think you so, said that too, Shake. Like, if you take, if it's like, huh, okay. But if I'm like, oh, yeah, what's up? And I take them both out, I think there's something very different. I like how you just both did both of these things because we can see you, but nobody else can. Right, but hopefully that vision transmits through the recording. Oh, okay. Which, so I think I think it really depends. Like, I wouldn't really... I mean, it happens to me all the time, but I also think that's a consequence of me not leaving my office when I eat lunch. Well, thank y'all for y'all's on a scale to one of petty answers on today. Keep being petty. Did you just encourage today us to wasn't really petty. petty. I think it was really informative. It wasn't the pettiest it could be. On a scale of one of petty, it was like a round of three. What'd you say, Jazz? But you, you know, we got to do that sometimes. We, yes. You know, we ain't all play. Right. You get it. You know, and I just... Oh, <laughs> What'd you say, Jasmine? No, you said keep being petty like you're encouraging us to be petty. Yeah, you got to be petty professional at times. But, okay, question about that. Do you wake up in the morning and decide, I'm going to be petty today? Or do you wake up and, you know, like, or does it just happen? I don't wake up and make that decision, but I am sometimes, I did it today. I was answering the email. Actually, it was yesterday. I had distinctly, like, some of the parents that I work with, I can tell by the way that they contact me, the the words they use, and just the frequency at which I talk to them, that some of them are... I won't judge and say they're over-involved because I don't know what kind of situation they got at home, but they're super involved. And some things they just cannot do for their student, such as request something be changed on their application. So this lady, I distinctly told her that her student had to email me and let me know that they wanted to be considered for a particular thing. She emails me anyway and says, per our conversation yesterday, so-and-so wants to be considered for X, Y, and Z. And so I looked at the computer and I said, I think I'm about to be petty because you're not finna say per our conversation because I'm finna hit you with per our conversation. I told you, you can't do this. So I hit her with a petty professional. I said, thank you so much for your email. Remember, comma, I can't take this request from you. It has to come from the student. Best, comma, Erica. 
So Petty. I have to I have to filter it through. I have to decide. Petty. Now sometimes I didn't have to get real petty professional, like on a scale to one to petty, grimy with some folks. Oh, okay. Okay. Not usually at work though. You gotta you gotta tread lightly at work. Well, I never get petty with folks at work or really in general. I Shaq. just you know Shaq. try to be I, know, I try right? to be nice and love people. Shaq. Petty being petty don't mean you don't love, but you also ain't got a lot of kicky. <laughs> As Erica said on last episode, I'm not in the business of embarrassing people. Um, <laughs> so I don't, um, I'm not petty. So last week's show, we talked about, what did we talk about? Taking time off for yourself. And just in case anybody was wondering, I'm feeling loads better. Still got a little mucus in my chest and my ears bother me a tad, but other than that, I'm good. I knew I knew y'all were concerned about me, and I thank you. I, I don't think they. Are. But I'm doing well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was about to say next, cause ain't nobody worried about you. <clears throat> Just the like the only hassle you were was for the sound engineer who had to go in and edit the podcast last week, cause you was coughing every two minutes. Oh well, excuse me for being sick against my will. And just like, do nobody care about me being better? No one actually considers you their favorite staff member. Since we're telling you sick today. Oh, that's a lie. People done told me that. Your friends? That's what's called bias. People. All right. Well, it we, don't matter. People we, done. Let's move as a matter on. of fact, okay, if y'all listening line. right now, if y'all listening right now, how about you just press pause, go to um Facebook or Instagram, and comment on our last post and let us know if I'm your favorite staff member or not, please do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do y'all have any comments from last week, last week's episode from our listeners? I don't have any from our listeners. I will share though, that I'm taking off work, um, this week and yeah, so I didn't feel any remorse when I put it in. I put that time in cause I was like, I just need some time for myself. So I'm taking, um, I'm taking off. And then let me tell you, you know how we was talking about, like, when you take off, do you feel like people judge you for it? Like, your supervisor judge you? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like my supervisor judge me. But I ain't going to say no names, but somebody in this group certainly judges when we take off. Yeah. Do I have a witness? You do have a witness. It's begrudgingly, though, because um, there are two people in this group, of three, might I add, <laughs> that also have something to say to people who use their time. So, yeah. Well, friend, okay. When it comes to vacation and stuff, I have used about 5% of my time. You, on the other hand, have used 95% of your time. (laughs) So, when Jasmine talks about us, I feel like it's undue criticism when I use my time. But the the reality of it is, we should not be paid time off shaming. We should not be... You know, what's it called? What'd you say? We shouldn't be paid time off shaming. We shouldn't be taking off work shaming. We shouldn't be out of the office shaming. If I want to take all of my time today, that's my decision. I've earned it. I'm worth it. Okay. And I can take it. That's fine. So, <clears throat> who going to check me? Not y'all. My supervisor doesn't. All right. They keep approving my time. And so what the viewers said, back to what the viewers said, any feedback? They said, I have a comment here. 
Shaq always interrupts Erica with some petty ish. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop interrupting her so she can get her point across. Who said that? Say who to somebody is. At <laughs> at Charlene. <laughs> Erica, you and your feelings today. So. I mean, yeah, okay. Don't start this, y'all, please. Seriously, I didn't move on. I didn't work through it. Do not start. Not on the podcast. Please. I'm, I'm really asking. I do not want to be criticized and ridiculed today. I can't handle it. Okay, what's on? What's next on the agenda? Right. I don't want to be ridiculed with your gestures. Because so either. far, this staff meeting been one of them staff meetings that you can uh have an email for. Potentially. But I would like for you all to engage. So, for today's topic, <clears throat> excuse me, why? We have organization, motivation, and productivity. I like how you just be getting these random, like, spurts of energy and you want to sing sometime. Or then sometimes you want to be a great orator. I'm just loving it. You're saying that with... Organization, productivity. I hope that was a genuine comment. Either way, I'm going to take it like that. So are y'all ready for the questions? Can you please respond? Verbally. Yes, Thank we will. Thank you so much. I'm yes. interjecting a story here. So my friend in college, Gerald Jones, every time he used to put a message in the group text, we were RAs. He would put a message in the group text, and immediately after sending his question, he would always be like, please respond. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't got a fake laugh. You have to be there to see it. He was just always thirsty for comments. It was funny. Um, That's where you get that from? <laughs> no, it's different. See, so if if y'all will just just um comment on this, <clears throat> the listeners, not y'all, because y'all don't usually comment on anything. So if you're talking to somebody and you ask them for feedback or ask them a question, especially when you can't see them, do you would you like a response? Like, wouldn't that make it? Wouldn't that bring clarity? Or are you okay? And no judgment to those of you that are with the people that you're talking to just sitting there in silence after you've asked a question that deserves an answer. Y'all let us know how y'all feel because there are other people that I converse with that seem to think that I'm being ridiculous. But Okay, okay. why are you, on, you know, off on Erica, your tangent? I will offer you the filler word. Why are you off on your tangent that um, we're not interested in? Um, I did have some feedback from last episode that I almost forgot. So somebody wanted to deep debrief. You did forget it because somebody wanted wrong. to debrief with me what I was saying about going to the restroom and washing my hands. Debrief. Yes, after the. Oh, about how you don't the wash your hands. Yes, and so I felt it necessary to come back to the viewers and share a visual so you can like share these words so you can visualize my experience. Because okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> visualize your experience with the debrief or your going in the bathroom. Okay. Well, and I thought about it. Okay, when I because she was like, I need to debrief, and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Well, somebody else needed to be debriefed too, but I didn't. Um, I didn't. We still ain't talked. But anyway, so when I go to the bathroom and I was saying I don't wash my hands, I was like, why would that even ever be acceptable? And why do women think that's so nasty immediately? And I was like, hmm, 
I think they don't realize that as a guy, I can go into a male restroom and never touch anything but my body. And I had, let me explain. Because when I go into the bathroom, most of the time, most places, the male restroom doesn't have a, um, it doesn't have a door. Or if it does, it's one of those doors that you can kick. And I always kick the door. Um, and then when you go in, you don't use a stall in the men's restroom. You just walk up to it, pee, and go on and leave. And like, and you're done. And I was like, well, the difference is that probably because in a women's restroom, you have to touch the stall door. Shag. You got to close it. Shag. Shit. No, uh, let me. It finish. doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> it, it doesn't anyway, matter. And so that's why I was after, validating after the fact that sometimes I don't wash my hands. Whether you touch a door, a handle, your own piece of meat, like you need to wash your hands. So if I go to the bathroom and touch my shoulder, I need to wash my hands. I don't think. You, you know, I, for one, I don't... We're think- not going on this subject. We already left it. I was more so explaining myself, and so I'm done with it. <clears throat> Thank you think- for the explanation, Shaq. <clears throat> well, I, I didn't really ask should. for your thoughts. I asked for your thoughts. I was just telling you my experience. Well, I don't think that we should bathroom shame. If, <laughs> if, if Shaquille is comfortable with not washing his hands... <laughs> I wash my hands, but I'm saying no, if, if I don't, we have it's... like, what if one day we have a live show and you know we you go meet the people and you <laughs> you shake their hands and give them a hug? Everybody be like, don't be touching Shaq. I have my hand sanitizer and stuff there. It really must be a man thing. I'm gonna just chunk it up as that, and we're gonna move on. Maybe the viewers can attest. But yeah, now if y'all gonna quote me, quote me right because I said I do wash my hands. Sometimes. 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 Like when I do number two, hands getting washed. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. The nurse over here is going crazy. Let's let's move on. Yes, ma'am. So our topic for today, once again, is organization, motivation, and productivity. And our first question of the evening. What are some of the things you tell yourself when you start to lose or have lost motivation to work? And be productive at your job. Check. Damn, friend. You pick me at first every time. I don't but know, you know I what? At Jasmine, she looked like she was still pondering. And you looked like you was ready. See, the thing is, is you like to pick. See, y'all always talk about I'm not prepared. But I'm somehow the first person that's always willing to step up to the plate and answer a question first. And you know what? I appreciate you for thinking and being considerate of me and my eagerness. Therefore, I will answer this question. And so, in the times that I'm feeling down, hell, I don't know what I do. Because let me tell y'all, the spring is always that time. In fact, I'm kind of going through that time right now, which is also why I'm, I'm taking off this week. Uh, because, yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know what I do. Most of the time, I try to keep like a to-do list and things. And so, that helps me know exactly what I have to do. And so, when I don't feel like doing something... That's when I'm like, okay, Shaquille, what's the bigger picture? How are we going to work this out? Like, And then I, it's easier, too, because I know that my work directly impacts other people, like more so students. But hold on, Shaq. I don't want you to dip into a separate question. I want to know, what do you tell yourself? Like, is there a mantra? Is it like, okay, Shaq, get it together. You know you want to get off of work early today, so you got to get this done. Like, what are some things you use to motivate yourself internally? 
Save those other things. Money. You need to be making this money. You don't want to go back home. <laughs> get your ass up. You know you got some goals. Get your ass up. Like I'm okay. hashtag get your ass up. That's what I be saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause like when I'm when I'm um the biggest part is me getting out of the bed in the morning. Beyond that, because you know we already talked about the fact that I go to work late every day, but beyond the, the fact of m- me at at work, all that stuff. Once I'm at work, I'm good. I'm a grind. It's me getting up, and so I'm like, okay, go on, get your ass up. You can do it. You don't need to sit at the house all day. And then I also I think about the fact that even when when I'm down and I want to do stuff, all my friends at work. So who I'm gonna call? I ain't got nobody to talk to at home. So I got to get up and go anyway. So. You might as well. Yeah. Jazz, you ready? You want me to go first? You can go first, Erica. Yeah, I when I don't want to get up and go to work, which has been often, but not because I've been rather not wanting to go to work and actually not going to work are not the same damn thing. <clears throat> okay. Jeez. We're ready to hear your answer. Wait a minute, what just Don't happened? rush me. You saw Jasmine. I wasn't paying attention. My um I was sitting here looking at this cup. Anyways, I I haven't not been wanting to get up to go to work because I've been necessarily unhappy per se, but I just been tired. Like I just I haven't been sleeping there well. And the thing that I tell myself most mornings is Get your butt up. Are you not going to be able to find parking? (laughs) (laughs) Parking is the motivation. It is because especially if I have something to do immediately after work, like go to the gym. And if I'm taking a class night to get there at five o'clock, like I need to be able to get to my car within two to three minutes, not five to seven. Like today, they worked out, but like I was parked way in count. Huh? I said, because those three minutes count. They do, and it just and you never know how much traffic I'm going to be in to get from where I am to the wreck. Usually I'm not, but you just literally never know. And I be like, Erica, get up, and you're not going to get parking, and then you're going to have to rip. Like, well, let me be real. I'm not going to park on my way from my building. I just ain't going to do it. So I'll illegally park, and then I'm going to have to be there wondering if I get a ticket, I ain't going to have no – I can't contest it. I did it. And so, like, I that's, see, all jokes aside, that's a huge motivation for me. Um, I also have to remind myself that if I don't answer that email, if I don't do whatever task that the student is waiting on me to get a response, they ain't going to get one from nobody else. So I need to go ahead and do what I need to do. That's something I tell myself. And then, um... I guess always just reminding myself that where I am right now is is and has to be a step for wherever I'm going in the future. So I need to make the most of it while I'm here. Mm-hmm. So those are some things I tell myself so to motivate. I, Erica, I have a side note about the parking situation. So at Lamar, there's places that you can park on campus, but they're very, uh, like, it's few and far between. But then across the street, way yonder, is a whole parking lot. And we used to tell the president of the university, like, there's no parking over here. Uh, we need more parking. And he would say in front of SGA, 
we don't have a parking issue. We have a walking issue. Ugh. Like basically y'all asses are lazy. Yeah. And don't want to walk. Um, but that just reminded me of that. That was like the And his ass saying it and probably had a reserved spot right outside his building. Okay. And didn't have to or walk Because he ain't the one who gotta wife. walk. Well, and I ain't but even like any- shading on Lamar, but Lamar is rather small, much smaller than the universities I've been at. And so just imagine having a university that's three, four times the size of Lamar and you can't even park in front of your building and you gotta like if the furthest I have parked is literally gonna take me five to seven minutes to walk to my office. Which in hindsight ain't that big of a deal. But I mean like if it's raining or But it's, it's not convenient. it's really not. And like literally me getting a parking spot that's across the street from my building and me getting one that's five to seven minutes away is a matter of minutes with me when I get to the office or me getting stuck at a light. No, I get it. Um, so what do I tell myself when I'm not motivated? I think it takes a certain level of like emotional intelligence to figure out what type of person you are. So for me, I know that my best days are Mondays and Wednesdays. Like I'm fresh on Monday. That's when I get all my stuff done in the office, emails answered, whatever uh same thing for wednesday but when it comes to thursday my mind is already on the weekend so those are just (laughs) my lighter (laughs) days those are just my lighter days in general i set my week up um because i just know myself and so i i set it up where i can be as successful as i as i can be and then also being in healthcare, like i remember one of my first like uh teachers after I graduated, <clears throat> she was showing me how to do things on the floor. And she was like, you know, we do this for a 12-hour shift. We deliver baby after baby. Cool. She was like, but for that mom that you're taking care of, that is her first, like, it's her own individual experience. delivery. Does that make sense? It's her own experience. So she was like, your patient A don't care what's happening with patient B and C. Like, yeah. they just know that. This is their experience. So deliver their experience to be the best that that you can. And so I try to take that with my clients. Like, um, this is their individual time with me. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and be, you know, motivate myself to give all that I can and move on to the next. So I just, you know, try try to give my patients what, what I can. And so I have to motivate myself, set my schedule up where I know I can be successful and give them the best Jasmine that I can give them. That's like real. That. Um, it's similar to me. Like you said, you do this for 12 hours, but it's that person's first time or only time. We do that same thing in um, in higher education, like in terms of tours and or whatever it is, or extender, or I work in extended orientation or orientation. It's like, this your million time doing this, but it's that, family member it's that person's first time and so be as new as you can and i think that's important for a lot of folks if you teach that if you act like that that is good motivation and i even do it with my students now i'm like this is the millionth time i've had this one-on-one you know talking about xyz but for that particular student it's the only one that they're gonna have so let me give them the best shack that i have so i agree with that too yeah well, and you said something, Jasmine, about uh, I forgot what you said, but um, it may it led right into the second question, which is what does a productive day at work look like for you, and what are some things that challenge productivity in your role? 
So I'll go first this time and say, like, this week has been super productive for me. Um, I get a lot of emails, and when I say a lot, I mean any given week. I would say on average a week, I receive 100 emails. <clears throat> and Yes. And it's slowing down tremendously because things are slowing down at work. But in peak times, I would say on average, I could get 100 emails easy. And that in itself is very daunting for me. And it gets difficult. I'll get 100 emails in a week. And like sometimes when it gets that high, it's just really um, just too much. And I can't really focus on it. And so I don't know what it is. I eat a particular way. And I've been drinking uh, this tea in the morning. And I don't know if that tea has just been doing it for me or what. Because I have been like pushing through the whole day. And not crashing, but just like really just going in. I, I got my whole inbox clean. I've left it. It's been clean for the last two days. Like it's just been amazing. I've been getting a lot of things done um, these last two days. And so I think for me, things that really interrupt my productivity and I'm like hoping this doesn't happen is when we get random tasks and not that I can't do random tasks, like it doesn't bother me, but like in my position, I feel like we get random large tasks. It's not like, oh, can you shoot this person an email and ask this? It's like, oh, can you make a hundred phone calls by tomorrow? Like, <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating. Um, it'll be like stuff like that. Or can you do some large scale tasks in like three days? And I'm like, okay, like I don't necessarily mind doing it, but this completely like interrupts the flow I already have from early in the week. And so that's what I would say for me is that some things that challenge productivity are just random, like larger tasks that have time limits while other things don't, you know, or shorter time limits. And then... I would say, honestly, sometimes I just want to talk to my coworkers or some of my coworkers just want to talk to me. And so we will spend some time talking. So that definitely interrupts productivity. Um, and just being, sometimes I do have those bouts of like, I'm just sleepy as heck and I just cannot bring myself to do anything. So that's what I'll be struggling with. I think for me, um, I'm very systematic. So like I have a plan of how the day is going to go. If something comes in, like you said, and kind of throws that off, it takes me a second to readjust. Mm -hmm. um, like literally Monday, I will make a to-do list for the week and I will sit there and cross things off as I complete them. And that makes me feel good. So I, I know that about myself. Um, another thing I can, I have a hard time working in the office now because we share one big open space. Yes. I forgot about that. And yeah, so we share one big open space. Um, it's just hard because we are out, you know, seeing clients and stuff and we don't get to catch up. But there in the office when I have scheduled myself time to be working, it's not the time to catch up. And so you'll sit. Some people can multitask. Sometimes I can. Sometimes I. I it's just not my forte. And so I put my headphones in amongst the people. And people still ask me questions. I'm mm -hmm. like, man, I'm head down in my work. Like, don't interrupt me. Um, and so that cuts down on my productivity. So, I've, you know, I have just have to change it up. 
work from home or, you know, do something else to make sure that I still get my work done. I agree. I forgot about that. I really, I share office now. Like we're in one, like a room with two people. And um, my mate, my office mate doesn't bother me at all, honestly. Um, but just the presence of somebody else, it just messes me up sometimes. Especially because the last two years, I had an office by myself. And so I think what helps me with that is that I always like crack our door. So one, I can hear people come in. And two, uh, I don't know, it just at least makes it a little bit more closed off and small, I guess, to make it seem like I'm by myself. And then the other thing they help is that we have partitions in the middle of us. So, like, no one would ever know I was over there unless they walked in deeper to see me. So, I do kind of mm-hmm. feel like I'm in my own little corner in my own little chair where I can be whoever I want to be. But it's very <laughs> weird. <laughs> what movie is that? Are you serious? I sure don't know. I've heard the quote before, but I don't know what movie it's from. In my own little corner, in my own little chair, I can be whoever I want to be. Because you thought singing was going to make it come yeah, back. Yeah, I thought it was going to. Mem- okay. No? Sing no, it, it didn't Randy. ring the bell. I was about to say that when you started singing, but I was that- only going to be being funny. See, I was trying to jog your memory. But well, yeah, I, I haven't that. talked enough on this question. You have. So much so. She, oh, but- wait, wait, Shaq, one more thing before you before you go. Um, <clears throat> you know what really cuts down my productivity? Drinking water. Oh my God. Like, I I I, I had to just get better at this, but I hate being in the middle of something and, and gotta pee. trying to finish it and I gotta go pee. I've been peeing every hour okay. on the hour for like the last six days. And I think it's because the tea I'm drinking, it has caffeine in it. And I think yeah. it is making me pee. And it's just, it makes me so mad. Because I have to take my shoes off at my office. And I got to put my shoes back on. I has be doing too we much. Go, I guess we'll dig into that next time. No, I'll take my shoes off in the bathroom. Y'all crazy. You fooling? You crazy? You think I take my shoes off in the bathroom? Well, Erica, I was thinking, oh, yeah, when I am at your house, you make us take our shoes off before we go in your bathroom. So I don't give a damn about the, the community bathroom. It didn't click that it, you was at work. I was just thinking, oh, yeah, she does make us take our shoes off. No, I take my shoes off in my office and I have to put my shoes back on. And Oh, it just be too much. That's a pet peeve. Do not take your shoes off at the office. You know, like, this I- is not your home. Who? Because let me tell you, when I get in the office in the morning. I think before I even log on you to my computer. You have your own office, Shaq. I share a space. Even if I, even when I was a GA and I shared a space, when I get, the first thing I do in the morning after I log on my computer is take my shoes off. My shoes off. You know what really grinds my gears, okay? My supervisor takes her shoes off and, and walks, walks around. around the office. I've I, only walked around like a couple of times. I do not I do not cross the threshold of my door without my shoes on. First of all, that's just pushing it. And second of all, all I got all I need is for the director of admissions to walk. And then I'm fired because I didn't have my shoes on. We really need to okay, this is this is the last thing, Shaq, then you need to speak. But we need to talk about dress code in the workplace. Y'all, oh I got one. Go ahead, Jasmine. 
Go ahead. No, no, I ain't. We ain't gonna get I'll into it. I'll be wearing I'm my t-shirt faithfully to work, so I ain't even here to. The later I show up to work that day, the <laughs> the less professional I'm dressed. Well, you have that leeway. Like we doing home visits with people. We going to people's houses. Why do you have on booty shorts and? A well, y'all, like, you a nurse, you ought to be in scrubs all the time. I felt like that was easy. You felt like that was easy because that was that was common sense, right? It ain't so common. So let, we need to dig into that one day. Somebody went on a home visit and some booty shorts and the tank top. Girl, yes. And now we got a whole dress code policy because yeah. of that one person. It only it only takes one. Is there one? Hmm. I get tired of though how everybody got to abide by something that we were never breaking in the first place. All because one person messed up. Now, nah, if that person messed up, you need to tell them. Talk to them. But anyway, y'all didn't do all of that talking that I forgot the original question. I'm just gonna ask the ask the next question, and you can chime in on that one. <laughs> How dare you? No, I'm gonna get my chance to answer the question. And if not, I'll just answer what I think the question Because you took a brief intermission to get you something to drink. So I can no, give you one you were, that was, while you was doing all that. No, that was in the middle of you answering the question. You still could have been remembering it, but you forgot it. Shaq ain't never ready. He ain't never prepared. Jasmine, what do you say? Should we let him answer the question or should we move on? I'm taking all of this out of the podcast. Question three. You said what, Shaq? I'm taking all of this out so you can give me the question or no. Don't take this out. I'll consult with the sound engineer. <laughs> you need to listen better, on, friend. Man. You start jotting. No. First of all, the question is in the in the in the podcast episode thing I gave that I give every week. Yeah, tell tell listeners about that. This is our favorite staff member. He don't look at the questions ahead of time. I make a whole agenda for the show before the show comes out. I did look. I looked, okay, but I mean. Anything. You could have looked at it while we was talking, so you didn't have to say that you forgot. Friend. Friend. I ain't finna argue with you on this here podcast. I'm done. And I'm finished. So but are y'all give finished? me a question. This is the last time we're doing this on this podcast. I guarantee you. I remember the question. What does a productive day at work look like for you? And what stumps your productivity? What are some of the things that challenge productivity? You sound like the lady in who your role. The, the lady in the front of the church. Who what the does a productive day at work look like for you? <laughs> Answer the question. You want Come to on, Jack. So. First of all, I'm not going on before I address the fact that you just sit up here talking to me like I'm stupid. I'm not going to answer the question until I address that. Shay, okay, now, you addressed it. Now can you answer the question? So a productive day at work for me is when I have my music on blasting in my office, actually. Um, and I, cause, So every day, I try to, before I leave work, make my to-do list for the next day because that's the one that's one thing that keeps me going and i understand all my responsibilities so when i get to work excuse me when i get to work i answer my emails because i for some reason you would think that i don't get many emails between five and eight the next day because most of the professionals are not at work but y'all people be emailing like crazy after five so um i'll answer all my emails i'm productive all day Right. So I'll answer all my emails and then I'll um, start knocking things off of my to-do list. 
um, differently than y'all, I like having to go to the restroom throughout the day because that's what actually helps me stay on task. And it sounds weird, but if I got the pee, I really be trying to get stuff done fast before I go up and go, you know, get up and go to the restroom. So that works for me, but it also provides me with my talking breaks. Now, I am a student affairs <laughs> professional. You talking breaks. You them damn talking breaks. <laughs> um, I am a student affairs professional and I work with students. However, a lot of my job is not necessarily like me in front of folks, like counseling students in the moment. And so as a result of that, I feel like my productivity at work is stumped, is challenged when I have students who come in my office with these random different things that they want to talk yeah. about. And I love, and it's it's crazy because I love talking to them. I love when they come into my office and things, but they always seem to come into the office when the times that I have a lot of stuff done. And so mm-hmm. what I, what I do is I, and I, I used to just keep my light off in my office and be fine. I would leave the door unlocked, but my student, le- so I have, I have student leaders that work directly with me and I supervise them or advise them. And then I have other students who are in the who live on campus who come to me because they're having different uh, things going on with them. And so my student leaders, they just then got too disrespectful and comfortable. If my door, if even if my light is off, if my music is off, they gonna bust in the door anyway. They just come in unannounced. <laughs> they might knock. They ain't gonna wait for me to say come in. They just bust in the door. And so um, they have gotten to the point where. I can't even turn my, because I used to just turn the lights off and I'm able to work, but now I can't even do that because they just bust in the door. Um, do you have, so, is your office, can you just see through the glass? It's, no, you can, I can see out, but they can't see in. It's, well, once they come up to my door, I can see who it is. It's like a, it's not a privacy screen. It's like a, a like a hazy, it's like wax paper if you think about it. You can see somebody up there, but you can't make out. Is it just the door or the whole, your whole office is glass? The whole door is, it's just like your old office. The whole door is glass. So but when they curtains. walk right up, when they walk right up to my door, I can see who they are, but they can't see who I am. So if you at the door peeking in, you can't see. So it, it's, it's weird, but yeah. So you don't want to put up no curtain? No, because I actually like it the way it is that I can see out. I just would rather have a way that I can unlock and lock my door while I'm sitting at my desk. That way I can choose to let folks in after I know who they are instead of locking the door then everybody (laughs) trying to get in the office and I got to get up every few minutes and that kind of thing. So, but yeah. Okay. Well, would y'all like to answer one last question? But if we do it, you got to go quick. It got to be rapid fire. Sure. Go ahead. All righty. What are three things you must do to stay organized at work? Okay, for me, like I said, my to-do list has to be done. Um, and I have to work off of that to-do list. The other thing is my office has to be clean. If I if my office ain't clean and my desk ain't clean, I'm not productive. And then the other thing is my inbox has to be clear on my email. Because my email um, inbox is like a to-do list for me. I only leave things in my inbox if it's a, if it's something that I need to do, if I've handled it, it goes into its folder. If I have more than five or six things in my email inbox, I'm going crazy to trying to get them done so that I can move on to the next thing. And I've always been crazy like that about my email. It's always been my to-do list. Okay. Jack, I'm going to have to take that because I honestly say sitting right now, I have 
67 unanswered emails. I've been there. I would die. (laughs) I would die. I've had 300. Yeah, I'm I'm very bad. Um, I would say for me, my again, my to-do list needs to be completed. Like I hate taking Monday into Tuesday. Like, no. Monday needs to be have a wrap. So my to-do this to-do list needs to be completed. Um, my desk needs to be clean. And then I gotta wash out my coffee cup. Mm. Okay. Like to me, that's like the wrap of the day, my coffee cup clean, it's on my desk, now it's time to go. So okay. if somebody comes to your office at 6 o'clock or after the end of the work shift and their coffee cup ain't clean, that mean it was a bad day for you? That mean it was a horrible day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That mean it is a horrible day. So I don't make to-do lists before I leave. Sometimes I do. If I have a lot going on, I'll do it so that I don't find myself stressing Cause I can't remember what I need to do, but usually I will make a to-do list for the day, especially if it's a lot, and I will uh, have that. I we all are synonymous on this. My desk has to be clean. Once it gets when when stuff is all over the place and I got too many sticky notes all over the place, I go crazy. Cause then I don't yep. know what's old. So I hide, like every couple of days I throw old sticky notes away. Um, I try to keep my email down, but honestly, with the volume of emails I get, just answering some a day really helps me. And I think the last thing for me is what I've really been making sure to do is straighten up my desk at the end of the day. Like, I push my chair in, I fold my blanket up, I put my heater back under my desk, I make sure... You got a blanket at work? A blanket, a heater, a fan. You got another Snuggie. No. (laughs) I was going to say, I know she has to have a blanket at work because, hell, she's sitting in her own house right now and she got a Snuggie over her every damn episode. So, I think you're just one of the people who got to be wrapped up. Not even that, but on some real stuff, ironically, my air is actually off in my house, but I cut it off today. So, surprise there. At work, it literally, at any given day, they'll send us an email talking about the the uh, the air broke. So now I just, I didn't left my box fan at the, at the, at the job because I'm like, y'all not going to have me in here with, uh, working and sweating. <laughs> How do you work with the box fan? First of all, it's too loud. And two, how you keep papers on your desk? I ain't had to cut it on yet. But I'd be damned if I'm finna be at work hot. How you keep papers on your desk? <laughs> um, Y'all, my desk has been so dirty before that I done threw the whole desk away. Seriously. <laughs> whatever whatever type of papers on my desk, I'm like, just throw I tell it myself, I hate papers. Because like, I tell myself, I ain't looked at them in weeks. I can't need them. Yep. Throw it away. Throw it away. So, yeah, I like to clean my desk when I come back. So, when I come back to my desk in the morning, I'm like, ooh. It's like coming home to a made-up bed. Ooh. Friend, you said something a minute ago, and that thing just sat down in my spirit. What was it? You said, you, um, you you, ironically, you turned the air off that day. And I, I for two. It's off now. Yes. But but, I I got it to off, but it's still blowing. Friend, that's because the fan is on, so you have to turn the fan off. I got it on off. Like, I have an auto and a thing. Yes, but that ain't the fan button. I don't think, now that she said that, I don't think I have a fan button. I only got an on, off, auto, on, off, auto, and then a up and down for the thing. So maybe that's what that is. Oh, well, anyway. Well, for two reasons that's set down in my spirit. One, because if y'all have been over Erica's house, like, Erica is... 
known to <laughs> look at her. Look at her. She is known to play with the thermostat. Like you get in air is one temperature. Then she gonna turn it up and down till it get too cold. Then she gonna turn it off and get under the blankets. And I used to be dying over her house. You would think that a person finds a comfortable temperature in their home and it kind of just stays there. No, not Erica. What it, whatever temperature it is, when you first get in there, she's gonna turn the air on. It's gonna get way cooler. Then she gonna turn the, the air off and get under blankets for you know it is too hot. So you got <laughs> gotta turn it back on. Like so, that is Erica and. For you to have turned the air off, I'm I'm very happy. But um, and I just want to say, uh, guess which viewer was at my house just about every day? Viewer. I'm sorry, co-host. I was at your house just about every day, and that's how I'm the qualified candidate to speak on you adjusting this uh thermostat all the time. Thank you. Um. So the other thing I was gonna say is, I have. Because this book still bills, right? So can I share a way that I save money, save a little money? Sure. So one way I save money <laughs> is I have not turned my thermostat. I have not touched that thing. That air conditioner or heater hasn't been on the entire time that I have lived here. I turned it on yeah. the first day when I moved in and I felt like it wasn't working. So I cut it off and I had maintenance come out and service it. And I haven't turned it on since then. <clears throat> now I will share I'm living in Georgia. It's mild climate. It The coldest it's gotten since I've been here is probably about 30, 30 degrees. I think maybe one day it got into the 20s. Um, and then, of course, it gets really hot in the summers. But my home is has two floors. And so what I have found is that if I'm really cold, I'll go upstairs because it's really hot upstairs because heat rises. And if I'm really hot, I'll go downstairs because it's really cool. So that has worked for me. Um, and I have not turned it on, and I don't plan on turning it on. So that's just a little way I save money by not turning on my air. Well, mine's going to forever be on. Oh, I know yours no. going to be on. What about yours, Jasmine? Well, let me just say Erica, this one you, was, time. you were going to do that anyway. You were going to do that anyway because that's, that's, that's how I'm eating. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I'll also say I have been blessed, and I won't say who my um, electricity is uh, funded, I mean, who, who provides it, but my bill has been $10 for months. Come on, Lord. So, now, I don't like lights. So, that's the one reason why I always, like, I don't even fret. Like, I'm going to always be messing with my air conditioner, because if I want to be cold, I want to be cold. If I want to be hot, I want to be hot. But you ain't never got to worry about me having no, no lights. I'll walk around in my own house with a flashlight before I cut the light on. <laughs> Stop the madness. I just don't like lights. Well, so, I don't understand why my energy bill is $50. It's been $50 every month since I've been living here. And y'all, the only light that's on in my house is in the room I'm in. And most of the time, that light ain't even on. So, I know that my hot water heater is old. My refrigerator, well, the refrigerator and stove and stuff are new. It must be the hot water heater that stays on. All the, that's the only thing that stays on all the time. And it has to be ancient because it's running up. Because I don't turn no lights on in here. Hmm. I didn't realize old appliances pull so much energy. Because in my last unit, my bill was average one thirty. Mm-hmm. An electric bill in an apartment. Yep. And I and I I'm guessing the place is poorly insulated. But I also had an old thermostat. I had an old refrigerator. And well, it was also summer came, too. But even so, I moved into the unit I'm in now in August. 
And I mean, no, granny, you know, but yeah. Why are we you on saving what? money? Huh? This I said, why are we talking about saving money? Because you brought um, it up. Oh. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go off script here a little bit. This wasn't on the agenda that Erica so eloquently prepared for us. So I, one of the ways that I save money, including Erica, I don't know, and maybe Jasmine, but one of the ways I save money is my subscriptions and things. I share my subscriptions with people. And so Erica's one of them. Erica and I, we share a couple subscriptions. We get the family, um, we get the family deal and we split it or whatever. And so that works for us. Um, but I, but while we on the subject of sharing things and saving money, I want to talk about a little etiquette. I share my Hulu with some folks and I don't mind sharing my Hulu <laughs> with people. I, I just don't mind it at all. I don't mind sharing my Netflix with folks. It, I, I really don't because I, I barely ever use them. But I think rule number one to sharing those types of things is if you're going to use it, make your own profile. And if you're going to make your own profile, use your own profile. Let me tell y'all what happened to me. Oh, I'll, you was, ain't talking about me. I was on my Hulu the other day and I went to go watch Grownish because I love that show. And I go to watch the new episode and usually I just go to, uh, what is it, keep watching. I go to that and it's like, it'll pop up with the episode that I haven't watched. And so I click on it and I'm going to watch the show and it's like no new episodes. And I'm like, I know I ain't losing my mind. An episode came out last week because I remember saying I was going to go back and watch it. And then there was another show. And I'm like, that means somebody been on my name, watching shows, messing up my stuff you know like messing up my watch shows now i only gave my hulu to one person (laughs) so i don't know how that person ain't gonna say no names but it wants you jasmine i don't know how that one person (laughs) didn't get on their own name to watch something or press play on something i'm just perplexed i i just don't know but it really peed me off when i got on there and i saw my shows already watched because like i said sharing it is nothing i I share with anybody hell i could tell y'all my login right now and as long as you ain't using it when i want to use it i'm fine but i i wish people would use their own profiles i think that's that should be protocol don't y'all i agree i'm sorry not shag jasmine we've finished our staff meeting for today um please comment and you know send us questions with what you would like to maybe hear next week or any comments you have on this um this segment on today um be productive at work and let us know how you're productive at work or you know our advice helps you we're gonna push right along because because some folks don't like to uh address none no because the reason why some people don't like to address things is because you know how like you legitimately make a mistake and you don't even realize you made it and then somebody puts you on blast, you know, as though you did it on purpose. You know, what do you say to that? I'm but Shaq, you s- said multiple shows, right? It was just one. Right. And I'm I'm seeing now that it's probably because the other day I watched the whole season of uh, Grownish and I didn't realize that I was on his profile. It was an honest accident. And didn't even tell me nothing. I, cause I didn't even know until you just brought it up. Cause I was like, oh, you're not talking about me. <laughs> I, I was being for real. I was like, oh, but 
you're in the business. I'm not in the business of embarrassing people, but you are. So I'm glad. I hope that's lucrative. Don't y'all hate when people bring personal business to the staff meeting? Exactly. <laughs> no, I think like that's y'all need to hash that out. He, he could he outside could've... of the business meeting. He could have talked to me on the side. I'm but... over here tickled though. No, and let me tell y'all. So one of our listeners, who my LB Deshaun, and one of my best friends, he uh he's the one who told me that I needed to talk about this on the podcast because I was like Deshaun. <laughs> Don't be, don't do that. No, cause our show was like, I know I haven't watched this episode, and I was like, let me just press play again, cause just to make sure, and it was newer and newer to me, and I was like, huh? So, cause he and I actually we de- debrief uh, Grownish together, so we watch it and then we always talk about it. Okay, so glad that's so cute. Um, Shaq, you've been talking quite a bit, so we're going to switch over to Jasmine's segment to give our listeners a break, and then we'll bring you back around. Jasmine, Actually, don't even bring me back around today. I'm going to save my stuff for um, our live show when we're in Atlanta. Okay. You sure? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I just said it, but I mean, I'm pretty sure you were going to talk about it later, but since in the spirit of me talking too much today, might as well keep on. Um... Next week, we are all going to be in Atlanta no, together. No, it's not time to make that announcement. <laughs> I just said I was going to do it. No, it's not and time I'm to saying make that. It. And, and it's not fair for you to make that without everybody else. We all want to be a part of that. Well, everybody wants me to say it now because they know that it's an announcement happening about us being in Atlanta. Okay, so we can talk about that afterwards when it's when y'all segments are over. Well, when Jackson, okay, I ain't going to tell everybody that we're going to be together in Atlanta. We're going to have us a live show together. <laughs> and we're going to go live on Facebook and live on Instagram. I ain't going to tell everybody that. You can tell them later. Y'all ain't going to worry me. Jasmine, can you please talk about your segment? Um, sure. What you read? See. So, ooh, okay. I am reading, um... First of all, can I tell you how excited I was last week because Half Price Books gave out these 50% off coupons? Mm. Off so they were the, 25% off the original price? What? You said the name of the company was Half Off Books? <laughs> <laughs> Half Price Books. Half price that was such books. a dad joke. Gave out extra No, I, it ain't no like joke. I'm so worth- serious. So the name of the company is Half Price Books? Yes. Yes. And they gave off 50% coupons, so that made it 25% of the original price. No. Got it. No. No. No shade. Oh, Half Price Books don't sell books at half the price of the original cost? Maybe, but even if it is, it's still 50% off whatever their price was. Which would make it 25% off the original. Do the math. 50% 50% of 50% is 25% of the original. Now, now listen, friend, you know you ain't so gonna come to me I, for no math. You couldn't even remember your age last week, and you're gonna come to me, and I Ooh. come for me talking about Ooh. math, and I got a degree in engineering. You're not gonna degree shame. <laughs> I ain't come well, to your degree. I came for the fact that you don't know your age. Jasmine, could you please continue? I, sorry for I sorry for this was supposed to be my time. I'm sorry, Jasmine. Librarian Jay, it's your turn. 
to reclaim okay, my so, time. So I'm reading, or I just finished reading last week, Children of Blood and Bone. Um, it's so good. It's about your inner warrior. Bring it out. Um, it's really good. And this week I'm actually reading a collection of essays from college. Um, like one of my black professors used to leave random essays on the desk. You go by, pick them up. They're on different subjects. This one is about um, the importance of black love in the community. Mm. So I'll be reading that this week. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to read, what novel in particular that I'm going to read next. So I'm just giving novels a break, reading the essays for now, and then we'll see. But I did have a question for Ask Nurse J. Ooh, yay. Okay, let me read it. So it says, my boyfriend and I have been in a committed relationship for the last two and a half years. He is ready for a family. However, I am focused on my career. What are your thoughts on birth control use? Is it safe for your body? What are the side effects? And how long would you use? How long would you use them? So me dealing with pregnant women, I know Shaggy and all these things. Last week it was kind of over your head, my little <laughs> my little segment. You was like, you talking a whole nother language. Um, but I do deal with pregnant women or women in general on a daily basis. And so in my experience, I think that using birth control has a time and a place based on your medical need or your family planning need. However, there are adverse effects um, like migraine headaches, um, heavier, you know, time of the month bleeding, things like that. So, um, so those are like real common side effects. And, but what I do want to educate people is that yes, in the time being, you are choosing this as a method of not to, not get pregnant but the longer that you use them your for your fertility percentage goes down so you might you know think that you're 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 doing what you're supposed to do you know i'm in college yes i want to be sexually active but i don't want a family so i'm going to be on birth control and then you're on birth control for years once you get in a relationship and want to have kids you stop taking your birth control and you start to try to have a family because your body has been on this hormone for so long, um, you will have a harder time getting pregnant. I didn't and know I don't that. think us as <clears throat> us as you know practitioners really educate on that. And so I say, um, if you do choose to use birth control, get a method that works best for you. Some people don't need to be taking a pill every day. They not. That's just not. That's just not it. Um, and so get a, get a method that works best for you and use it for whatever time frame you needed to use it for. Just be smart about it. <laughs> Yo. What's it? Shaq, does this make you uncomfortable? I'm trying to see what Erica laughing about. 
I'm sitting here in the mirror testing angles of my beard and doing this. Could you see how it gets thin right here? I mean, what I'm paying attention for, I ain't going to be on no damn birth control. What if you're in a relationship? I'm not qualified to give this advice. Speaking of birth control, can I ask a question? Yes. Thank you. You're going to ask it anyway. Well, yeah. Right? She's going to ask me permission. No, she's going to ask me. Yeah, you're going to ask ask it anyway. Or she's going to text me offline. Well, sure. I'm asking, can I ask it on the podcast? Um, I was reading this thing that talked, oh, I read this article. Well, I didn't read the article, but it was like a headline or whatever that talked about how they're trying to figure out ways basically to give birth control to men. And I, to go with that, I had read this, um, I don't know what I was watching, but it was talking about how it's so hard because it's so many sperm. Like it ain't nothing, like how can you prevent them from doing what they're supposed to be doing? Like, you can't kill them all. And ain't nobody going to want to have sex and not be able to ejaculate because that's, it takes I don't know that that would be the the way that they prevented it, but it would just. No, I was saying one way was to limit the sperm, but I was saying the other way is to stop the ejaculations and ain't nobody going to be trying, you know, don't nobody going to do that. Yeah, for obvious reasons. I don't want this to get too uh, touchy. So I'm just gonna stop it here. Why? I, you? What was the question? You? What are your thoughts? Basically, I just I just read that and I was like, man, that's so real. Like, how do you stop that? Because some people were like, why can't men take birth control? And it's like, well, I think this is one of those opportunities where we might not be able to be equal. Correct. It's 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 quite difficult, uh, biologically speaking. I mean, like, or the birth control is it's going to be a permanent method of birth control. Right. Yeah, there is no in between for a male, but you never know. Science may develop something. They they trying the way things are going, which is it'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see what it is. Not that I would necessarily care, but I'll be interested to see what it is. But I didn't know that uh, taking birth control long term affects fertility. Yes, it, it makes does. perfect sense because what is it? Does the does your uterus just get used to being stabilized and then it just don't want to break down? You, you know I'm a nurse. You know I'm a doctor. Get... You a doctor by <laughs> by night. Um, I think you're, any type of added hormone in your body, it just takes effect on it. So like the lining in your uterus or, you know, different things like that, it can have an effect on. I won't um, get too much into it because... Shaq's faces it's just ridiculous but nah, do I'm your research and then just just use whatever method is best for you I agree that was a good question I'm glad you getting questions how you begin these you know I wish that people would leave like email us questions or leave them on Instagram um but people text me questions and I'm like y'all Same. could go through the proper channels that's what they're there for but maybe it's because the question is so personal that they don't want to have their name out, you know? That makes no, sense. No, I, I understand. We're not mad, y'all. But y'all can put it on the social media if you're comfortable. Because we're not finna comment shame. You just anti-shaming today. <laughs> right. No shame. 
And now, honestly, we just shouldn't be shaming folks. <clears throat> but anything. Okay. Thank you. Um, I want to give a small, short, very quick update on my reading. Um, <laughs> it's not happening. And Come my, on, book, my books are due on the 23rd. I'm dropping them off tomorrow. I'm, I gotta start. I gotta throw the whole book away. I gotta throw the whole thing away, and I'm gonna start over. I just, is it, I just been too tired. Is it the type of book that you're reading? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to read, y'all. I used to be such a great reader. I mean, I used to read them back to back to back, and now I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm too scared to even. You should start watching Ronish on Shaq's profile and pick up a book. Huh? Say that again. I said you need to stop watching Gronish on Shaq's profile and pick yep. up a book. Well, I can't yep. read books and answer emails at the same time. You ain't answering emails and watching Gronish either, so. Actually, th- talk about productivity. When I have something on in the uh-uh, background, you ain't saying when it was time to answer um to answer the question. So don't try to bring it up now. Oh, I'm not going backwards. I'm just saying I'll have like something playing in the background and it keeps me focused. But anyways, Shaq, we skipping your segment for today because we tired. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to our podcast. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the so narrator then got mad at me because I'm closing it up. He already done made the announcement. Right. I mean, the show ain't no longer. It's it's the pretty much around the same length as all the other ones have been. But we were just going to tell y'all to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, what's the Facebook? Yeah. Wow. So the, the action items are Facebook at Books to Build Podcast. IG, Books to Build Podcast. And then you guys can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Instead of shaming me, somebody just jump in and pick me up where I fall. <laughs> Don't fall too many times. Okay. And as Shaquille so rudely stated, we will be coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Atlanta where the play is playing. We ride on them things like every day. Cedar, that's why we don't let you make announcements now. Because everybody don't want to hear that rap. They want the announcement. Well, I was hoping somebody we would coming come to y'all live from Atlanta, Georgia. Catch us on that Facebook that they just told you about and on that Instagram that they just told you about. 